Most of Washington is listening to James Comey testify. A few of you guys are listening to the substandard. Diana. Fighting does not make you a hero. What if I promise to be careful? Just a shield then. Diana. No sharp edges. Be careful of mankind, Diana. They do not deserve you. Hello and welcome back to the Substandard, sponsored by Dollar Shave Club. Stop spending a fortune on gimmicky shave tech you don't need. Make the smarter choice by joining Dollar Shave Club. Get your first month for only 5 bucks with free shipping by going to dollarshaveclub.com slash substandard. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash substandard. I'm Victor Mattis along with Jonathan V. Last and Sonny Bunch. I'd like to remind you the substandard is available on iTunes and Google Play. Just look under podcasts and search for substandard. You'll easily find us. Please subscribe. Tell your friends. Leave a review. Speaking of which, we are once again thankful for all the reviews that have come in. It helps us with those mysterious iTunes algorithms, and it spreads the word. Uh, gentlemen, do we have a favorite review for this week, perhaps? Sonny, did you have one? I have one. Uh, JBL, you go ahead. Chipper and Fun says, TB Farm D. This podcast is the reason all the bees are dying. Don't worry, though. There's a GMO for that. Ah! It's a good review. He's pro-GMO. I yeah. like him. Five stars, of course. Yeah. You know, actually, we got a really funny, awesome review from somebody who clearly likes the show, and they give us four stars. I saw that like, one. Forget it. <laughs> I yeah. saw that And one. I was like, was yeah, a yeah, you know what? Review. No. no. No, you don't get read on the air. Nope. Uh, Sorry. Man. Chief. DB Farm D, would you drop a tweet or text or email to Victorino or Sonny or me? Did we, did we hear from the last week's winner? I don't remember. I did not. I, did, okay. I don't think I did. I get a lot of notifications, though, so you should make sure to tweet at all of us, especially JVL. Yeah, because I, I bet you wouldn't believe I, how much attention I pay to my notifications. And, you know, I try to get no, I try to yeah. get some, Sonny on twi- Twitter, and he doesn't reply to me at all. So Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, I'm pretty, I'm kind of a big deal on Twitter, so... <laughs> I'm waiting for him to hit likes, retweets, comments, DMs, nothing. I get yeah. nothing from you're him. You're on Twitter, but maybe you? you're wrong. <laughs> I just surpassed, like, 1,400 followers. So I'm hey. very excited. Yeah, yes. You know what? You know what? Hey, guys. Would you all go follow Vic, please? Oh, There's no reason that Vic you. shouldn't be at 5,000 followers <laughs> by the end of this week. You're very kind. No, Why really? are you shaking your it's, head, what is it? It's <laughs> at Victorino Mattis. At Victorino Mattis. At Victorino. You should all follow Vic. Go give him a pity follow Vic, right now. Vic, you. why are you Victorino oh. Mattis instead of just Vic Mattis? I wanted to make sure there's only the you're, one and only. You're really destroying. The, like I mean, the problem, well, the problem is it was my Victorino byline. Mattis is like a billion characters long. It's like, mm. it's, you know, it's Vic asking Mattis, too much, isn't it? But Vic Mattis is only eight characters. It's asking too much. Vic Mattis is the parody account. I wonder, See, yes, is, that's right. I wonder if Vic Manis was actually taken. I don't know. For example, yeah. I was the first Vic Manis on AOL.com. And then after that, there's a bunch of like Vic Manis. Back in 1987. Mattis's. Yes, that's right, Sonny. Okay. <laughs> three, what is that? Three minutes ago? Yeah. Go f*** yourself? Okay. <laughs> All right. Oh, hey. wait. Oh, whoa. There, there's a Vic whoa. underscore Manis. Look at right. this. Okay. Um, 
And Vic underscore Mattis is First, See, there you go. I tweet you. that I pull up uh-huh. is this picture. Yeah, oh, that's, yeah that's not me, but I wish it was. Oh, Damn. that's Vic. That's who Vic Mattis that's is. Vic Mattis. I no, wish that's who Vic Mattis is retweeting. I, I, uh, hmm. uh, yes, it's like my mother-in-law swore that she was following me on Twitter, but she was following a different <laughs> Vic Mattis. It's like, yeah, you're, and your tweet and your and your tweets suck. You know, it's like okay, <laughs> all right. She's following anyway, somebody who's good on Trump. Probably, I don't know. Uh, okay, anyway, um, uh, in addition, I want to remind our listeners. Uh, that the substandard show notes posted by Jonathan Last are available most Fridays at 11 a.m. at weeklystandard.com. Uh, gentlemen, how are we doing? Sonny, what's going on? Uh, I had a very laid-back weekend. Uh, went to the local pond to go for a walk with my child, and Aww. this this is a great. It's a really it's a really neat uh, pond where they have some they have some turtles and they have a giant sea monster turtle, and I, I really get a oh I yeah. get a I get a I get a thrill out of like the idea of that thing just like kind of having the run of the whole oh it's pond. like a giant snapping turtle that kind it, of a thing it, it's not a snapping turtle mm. I used to live in a place that had snapping turtles and it's not a snapping yeah, it turtle it's just scary. big it's, it's probably just like eighty enormous. years old. I mean, it's yeah. yeah I mean, it's and like, afraid of mice. I imagine, <laughs> yeah, probably, probably making things. Think, up. You know what? We got that on Twitter, and I saw one of somebody yes, and he said, in fact, they are. So no. there you go. Until fact Ken Jennings show. fact checks that, yeah. I won't believe it. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so I went and, and looked at the monster turtle and and did some grilling, and it was a good week. Good, good weekend. Good, good. Uh, JVL. This is uh, this is a very special episode, guys. Oh boy! Yes, that's right. It's a very special very episode. Excited. It's it's a show and tell episode. Uh huh. Yes. But can I just push this monitor back a uh-huh. little bit okay. here? All right. Yeah. And could I just slide yes. this? Or you'll have to bear Look, with us for a pa- moment. I want to say there's paper towels. I was wondering what was going okay. on over there. There's it paper was like... towels. And Jonathan is about uh, to. I have a oh, no. <laughs> Can I say this? Can I say this, JVL, to our listeners? Please. No, please. I want to share uh, there, through the magic of radio. There, there are there are paper towels involved. And Jonathan is unveiling something long, hard, made in Japan, and requires batteries. That's that's all I'm going to say. This is <laughs> the soul of Chagokin battleship Yamato. That's racist. One to four fifty scale GX fifty seven model. It is electronic. When we sh- shoot up the video that we're going to post on YouTube with you and I, with this Victorino, you will hear the wave motion cannon as it fires. You will see the LED lights. <coughs> can we do that? You want to do that on the? Can you bring that? Can you bring that to the turn microphone? It, turn it. Uh, just well, turn it'll it take on me now. a minute. You guys will have to fill time. I can. That's fine. I. Love... Do you notice the fighters? The yes. Fighters? I was Wild staring. Star? Derek Wildstar's yes, fighter is there. and and his buddy who I like wait, better than Wildstar. Wait, 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 Wildstar watch fan. what happens with the main cannons. Oh my gosh! They rotate. It's moving. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the, the cannons are moving. I mean, the cannons on the ship are moving. This is so <laughs> awful. And on the bottom, look at the thing on the bottom. That's the. Uh, I've always wondered what that was, and uh, and of course the things uh, and the, and the mini cannons on the side to shoot at incoming planes. You can yes. see the small Those are the anti-aircraft. The anti-aircraft. Jonathan, that thing is beautiful. Uh, it is made of die-cast metal oh as well gosh. as molded plastic. You're kidding. And I am I, – I, I really – this is true. I am totally cool about, like, toys and stuff and, you know, like, kids come into my office or somebody's kids in the office. I'm always like, yeah, t- take whatever you want. Play with whatever. This thing is so precious to me. Nobody might touch it. What Jonathan is <laughs> holding in his hands, I mesmerized, and I just want to reach out and grab it. It's the so so this gets funny. <laughs> no comment from somebody. Can I touch it? This gets delivered. Listen, oh, yeah, there are a lot of you won't even let. How dare you? Okay, no, hold it. Two hands. Really? It takes two hands. Two hands because don't mess the little oh. plastic pieces oh, yes. hanging off. So wow, that's heavy. Here's the deal. 
Uh-huh. This thing gets delivered, and my wife texts me and says, a courier just delivered oh this gosh. giant box that is covered with Japanese markings. What the hell is this? And I texted her back and said, don't worry, honey, it's for Vic. <laughs> look at that. Okay, if you guys fill time here. You have to uh, look, look the yeah. missiles coming out of the Yes, track. I noticed Remember that. Those, those yes, retract. I know. This they whole thing, we may, uh, Sonny's going to recommend we edit this whole section out because there's just a lot of, ooh, yes, ooh, that looks great. And, of course, our listeners can't see this. You won't believe it. And I, I wish more people. Oh, here we go. Oh, listen, listen. <laughs> yes. It just... With the lights. It just blew up the Comet Empire. the lights. The li- I see that. Um, are you allowed to discuss how much that thing cost? That's what I want to know. You know what? It was actually... This is unbelievably cheap. I got it used, what? and it was for only 70,000 yen. <laughs> So in other words, you won't tell us how much that thing cost. It was 70,000 yen, Vic. <sighs> because that plus the mini fighters, fr- uh, fans of the... Let me ask you this. Jap- how much, how much yeah. would you think was a fair price for this piece of amazing awesome? There, I'll show you after the show when we do, again, the full YouTube mm-hmm. video. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the, the engines also light up. My guess is $300. But I'm not... Like, <laughs> got no comment. Okay. Um, well, no, that no, was great. Not, I was not, very not that much. Okay. I'll, oh, and I'll, also, I'll, I yeah. throw a shout out. This this thing exists in our lives because of one of our listeners. Um, I was right. bitching on Twitter about how they they don't have these, and I forgot. I'm forgetting his username, but somebody tweeted at me and said, "Yeah, they do," and sent me a link to this thing, and whole new worlds opened. So, thank you, buddy. I uh, I don't know how to follow that up uh, with anything as good because I did not bring anything to the table quite literally like that. Jonathan, you're going to have to get a plastic case for that, like a, a glass so that nobody touches it, you know, like a like somebody put a model ship or something. But that is, that's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. That really is. So. This is our ch- <laughs> This is our Red Rider BB gun. It is. Sonny, Sonny, you have no comment? Are you just in awe? Is that what's did going you, on did there? Did you tweet about it, Sonny? Sonny, you're not even sitting at the microphone. You have- Good show, guys. This is a good show. <laughs> Okay. There's a certain demographic for whom this oh, is going to be their favorite they, episode this is ever. Be their favorite episode ever. And everyone else? <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, that's right. Those of you who are lucky enough to watch the, this anime Japanese show on Channel 29 uh, will really appreciate that. I, uh, You know what? The only thing, I, again, like I said last time, the only thing that can top that is myth. Maybe I can get my wife to make me a desklock cape. Oh, and, and yeah. look, th- these cannons are individually and they're articulated. Also individually, and, and they move at the same time. So yeah. that is. Again, if we had that as kids, forget about it. So uh, my weekend moving right along, uh, I was in Texas visiting with uh, good college friends. Um, and we actually were at a uh, lake house on, if anyone is listening from Texas, the Richard Chambers Reservoir, which is somewhere between Dallas and Houston. In other words, in the middle of nowhere. I think the nearest town was called Corsicana, which is known for its Collins Street Bakery. And as soon as we turned on to the dirt road, I mean, there was nothing in sight. The only thing that was in sight uh, was uh, one stru- one lonely structure called the Lion's Den Adult Superstore. 
Ooh, yeah, that was it. What do they have? Uh, <laughs> Uh, since it was just me and two other dudes, uh, we actually did not go in there. Actually, that's the reason why you would go in, I guess. But no, we didn't go into the lion's den. Uh, and other than that, it was I'm sorry, just, you didn't bring back a souvenir for Kate? <laughs> so, scrub brush, brown hills, uh, <laughs> an, oil, an oil rig. Yes, I said that very fast. And uh, on our way back, actually, you know, uh, we were out on the deck and I saw a scorpion. And so I ran back inside, and I stayed indoors the rest of that time. Um, how big? Almost about the, as big as your thumb, maybe. No, yeah, about, about as big as your thumb, including from. And it's got that hook. I didn't believe it at first. And sure, it's dark brown, and you saw, you know, its tail and that stinger. You know, and it's, I, it's the only other scorpion I think I've seen was in Clash of the Titans, and was much larger. But uh, it otherwise <laughs> looks exactly the same. Um, on our way back, we were heading to the airport, uh, and we're driving through, and there's, again, there's nothing out there. It's just fields. It's like the ending of uh, Castaway. You know, there's just nothing there. And Twister, you know, that kind of thing. In fact, it was flooding on our way down, and the water's going over the hood and everything. Uh, but on our way back, so there was a lot of flooding and lightning, and it was crazy. And on our way back, uh, my friend Peter Lowe takes a wrong turn, and rather than just go backwards, since there's no cars behind us, he decides to try to do a sort of K-turn. And the back wheel goes off the road into a ditch. And he's driving a Toyota Sequoia, uh, but it's not four-wheel. So this thing starts spinning. They make those non-four-wheel Yeah, I was, I was pretty surprised myself. And is it so, a rental? No, no, it says. Yeah. But it starts spinning. Uh, he gets it because he could fit seven people, I guess. But you don't actually need it in Texas for, you know, there's no snow, I guess. But in this situation, as soon as you felt the back go down, that was it. It was stuck in the mud. And I thought we were going to be there for... I don't know how long, and he's calling the tow company and whatever. But sure enough, uh, a truck comes by, uh, and uh, I wave him down, and he slows down, and he rolls down the window, and there's a, a guy and a girl. And the first thing that gets me as I'm standing in the passenger side is this cloud of pot smoke that just hits me in the face. And I'm like, okay. And, and the guy just says, I'm bringing my wife to work down at the Oak Cove. Uh, I can come back, and I'll get something, and we could tow it out. And I said, uh, that'd be great. Thanks. So then he continues on his way. But shortly- Is she going to work at the adult superstore? I don't think the- I think the Oak Cove is like a gas station oh, okay. diner I'm sorry. I was, or something. I know. In no, my mind, I, there's only one business. Sure. Yes, that's miles. right. That's right. That's right. And then um, and then another uh, truck, a big truck comes by, and it's a, a super Dodge Ram diesel. And it's an old man driving, uh, dressed in coveralls, uh, covered in oil, and, and wearing a cowboy hat. And he comes out, and he just waves, and he goes, I know, I know, he says, and he just backs his car towards us, and he takes out a chain, and he's connecting it, and I'm just watching this, obviously, because what else can I do? With your soft, soft hands. Yes, exactly, and, and you know, and then they said, you know, and, and just, he's going to slowly, you know, tow you out, because you don't want to have the thing snap, somebody can get killed, and, uh, and so, you know, and you slowly step on the gas, or Peter did, and then got us out, and I swear to you, the moment that he pulled us out of that ditch i heard that truck song like a rock for those those chevy commercials <laughs> the bob like rock yes yeah. i i heard it it's it great. was like this is amazing and uh they were nice people i wanted to shake his hand but his hand was dirty you know, the guys <laughs> <that>. <laughs> a substandard listener too probably yeah <laughs> i'm kidding i was standing God. far away this is why he won yes that's <laughs> right no no kidding uh and uh and it was great you know i mean it was real i mean uh, these tech, Texas folk in real America, friendly people, they stop. They want to say, can we help? And that's what we do. We're 
East Coast, we just we just keep on driving. Look, you know? look down and keep look on. Down, They're keep trying on to get money from you. Yeah, yeah. Look down. You don't know, but these people. Thank God for that, and thank God for these Texans and real America. The first time this ever happened to me, mm-hmm. uh, I was in Indiana for the first time. I was at a gas station filling up my car, and uh, I was 22 years old. And the guy pulled up to the pump next to me and started filling up his car. And he sort of looked over at me and said, hey, morning. <laughs> and I, having grown up in New Jersey, looked right down at the ground and thought, oh, God, he's going to ask me for money. He's going to ask me for money. <laughs> and then I sort of look out of the corner of my eye and I see him looking at me with this face of just like weird incredulity. Like mm-hmm. he's confused as to what's wrong with me. And it was only later that I realized, no, he's just a normal person being friendly. That's right. Out there. Yeah, out there, people can be friendly. People can be friendly. <laughs> Sonny, stay, don't Sonny, ever leave. Don't ever leave the Beltway. Stay inside God. the Beltway as long as you can. Um, one of the interesting things I learned, though, is I thought that you could just take any sort of rope and connect it. But as my friend was saying. <laughs> and you thought that mice scared elephants, Yes, too. I know. Well, again, I think it's uh, one of our substandard listeners, again, tweeted out that, in fact, it's been proven they get scared. So the rope thing, though, they said it would snap and you can, you know. Somebody can get killed, and that's why it needed a chain. I guess that's true, unless the rope was Wonder Woman's lasso. Speaking of which. Hey, that's like pretty that? nice. It's unbreakable. Wonder Woman. Is it? Just, Is that a thing? Yes, just crushed it at the box office <laughs> with more than $100 million this weekend. Uh, meanwhile, Pirates slipped more than 65%, the third place behind yeah. Captain Underpants. Alien dropped 62% as well, so I don't know what's happening here. Boss Baby slipped to 11th place, but it was a hell of a run, Boss Baby. Uh, so, Wonder Woman, you guys both saw it. What did you think? Sunny. Yeah. So, uh, I quite liked it. Uh, I think it's, it's, it's a very solid origin story type movie. It is almost beat for beat in certain ways, like uh, Captain America, the first Avenger, down to the period setting and kind of the uh, the concluding battle that takes place kind of on on a big airplane or at least involves a, a big flying fortress type type thing um uh and it's funny and it's you know it it has the kind of um naif her- hero heroine in this case uh, uh wonder woman who who was never actually called wonder woman in the movie it should be pointed out she always she's always diana uh diana prince diana of amazon whatever uh diana of themyscira themyscira, themyscira. Yeah. Diana of Paradise Island. Uh, Mykonos. I think she was on Mykonos. Anyway. Uh, so anyway, uh, the movie, again, it's a, it's a pretty standard origin story. After a brief uh, moment at her office in the Louvre, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, is this like a thing from the comics, by the way? Is she, does she, is she like a modern art? collect does she like it, it depends okay anyway. in different in different versions she has a different sometimes she is literally like a diplomat okay um yeah. who from is the from princess Themyscira. of Themyscira yeah, yeah. who but, is their sole okay. representative in the world anyway so anyway after she gets a she gets the original copy of the photo from batman vs superman dawn of justice that we see of her with her like team of of people at the front in world war one bucky um, is there right bucky is there yeah. yes bucky right. is there. bucky aka chris chris pine uh, uh, the, I you meant Bucky from Captain America. I'm so confused. I did. He, he did. did. It's, it's a, a joke. <laughs> it's a nerd <laughs> joke. It's a nerd oh. joke. Uh, anyway, so after after she sees the photo, which she has received from Bruce Wayne, who is, has received it, who has obtained it somehow because he's unfathomably rich, uh, desperate to get in her pants, and he Clearly, is like this totally is the, into this is the million billionaire equivalent of making her a mixtape. Uh, she, uh, we we flash back to her childhood on uh, Paradise Island. I'm just going to call it Paradise Island. Is that is that okay? No, 
It's, no, I mean they're synonyms, right? It's no. the same. No, isn't it? Is that not? No, is that not? Is it? Do I have to? She calls it Paradise Island. No, he calls it Paradise. Island. He calls it Paradise Island. Oh, well, I'm gonna since I'm a man, I'm gonna yeah. call it Paradise like, Island too. Like he does the, it like only in the as a euphemism for yeah. it's it's Themyscira. Uh Anyway, on Paradise Island, where she is, uh, she learns how to become a a brilliant warrior. You know, her her mother, the queen, doesn't want her to do it. Her uh, her aunt, the the fantastic warrior you know the the best amazon fighter of all time decides that she needs to be trained because war always comes it's very wise war does always come and in, in this movie it comes in the tries uh, the the guise of chris pine who's playing steve trevor who brings a whole team of germans uh, world war one germans trying to trying to chase him down because he's stolen a notebook that has a very important uh poison formula on it that will that will turn the tide of the war in favor of uh the germans that the um, inventor of which couldn't remember. The inventor of which could not write. She needed that notebook. She yes. needed that notebook. Well, I mean... I she has short-term she's, memory loss. She's a, well, she's, is, she's a lady scientist. That, <laughs> uh, anyway, the... <laughs> the the so anyway, uh, they, so wrong. Sonny, they go back. Denise Richards, she played they a physicist. Could, I, and she was awesome. Doctor Doctor Christmas Jones, is that right? <laughs> Very yeah. good, Sonny. Uh, uh, anyway, the. Uh, they go back. So she says, you know, this is the doing of Ares. The, the, whole, the whole idea of the Amazons is that they were created by Zeus to help uh, undo the workings of the god of war, Ares, who hates humanity. And, and, uh, and you know, in order to save them, Zeus creates an, an unkillable weapon or an unbreakable weapon or something like that. I forget what the actual term they use is. Uh, and they go back to England and it's kind of a fish out of water thing. You know, uh, Gal Gadot is playing Wonder Woman as, a, as kind of a, you know, uh, a brash and like... A, impetuous in a way like she's very childlike in the in this early going and it's it, it's actually quite endearing and it works perfectly with the character and what they're trying to accomplish here uh the movie culminates in kind of a big standard cgi battle and then we're back to the present day she's ready to she's ready to do battle again she is she is she has uh you know learned all of her lessons about the, the nature of man and the state of humanity uh you know as jvl likes to say I like this movie because it has a reason for existing. It has a it has a it it, it has an idea behind itself. It, it it is a continuation of the DCEU's kind of theme, which is basically how would we react to gods appearing among men, right? So this is Man of Steel's kind of central tension. Uh, is is you know what? How would a how would man react to the appearance of gods? And this is. Uh, Best seen in the character of Kevin Costner's, you know, Pa Kent, who is kind of who was kind of made fun of a bit by by some some folks, but I think is actually a, a relatively solid performance. Um, Batman vs Superman: Dawn of Justice was about was about how like the most powerful man in the world would react to no longer being the most powerful man in the world, how he would kind of see these these alien gods appear and and what he would do to to stop them. Um, Suicide Squad, as terrible as it is is kind of uh, an examination of what the government would do in response to this, right? It's it's an idea of like, okay, the government is no longer able to protect its people. How would it create a f- form of defense? And the, the terrible idea that they have is to get a bunch of criminals together and have them fight crime. Now, the movie's bad. It, it has its own problems. But it's at least an idea. There's an idea there. And, uh, and Wonder Woman is about... Uh, is about God's realizing that humanity is itself flawed, that you cannot necessarily protect it from itself, that it is a, uh, a race of individuals with 
their own wills, their own ideas on how they want to live. And, uh, you know, the, the whole movie is Diana kind of coming to grips with this fact that there, there are, there is no pure good. There is no, uh, there is no corrupting influence ruining the world of man. It's just men. Uh, I think this movie's probably a little bit overrated. I think JBL is going to get into this a bit more, uh, but uh, it it is definitely getting. I, I if you made the same exact movie and had Zack Snyder uh, under the directed byline, and it is very tonally careful, very tonally similar. I would say it would be sixty percent fresh, fifty percent fresh. We'd be in Man of Steel territory as opposed to ninety three percent fresh. Dark Knight. You're going to say it would be sixty percent better. <laughs> No, no. It, well, I mean, this movie is seventy-eight percent as good as Man of Steel. So that much, I would say. Yeah, I'd say. It's I, I, have, I have. a quick, I would say this is yeah. the second best of the DCEU movies. I, Man of Steel is the best. I think this is probably the second best. The director's cut of Batman vs Superman is pretty close to this. Does Wonder Woman age at all? Is she ageless? Well, she she starts as a child and then she kind of stops at about twenty seven. The many things which are not done well. So here's the the real problem with this movie is that it has, uh, and I mentioned this in my review, is it has a deficiency insofar as I I came out of the movie a, in a superhero origin movie. Not really knowing what her powers are. Yeah. Nope. Not really. You're confused by that. Actually, they give you right. conflicting information. Right. right. Uh, so I, I don't really know what her powers are. I don't really know what her weaknesses are. I don't really know w- how the things that she uses works, like the lasso and the 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 bracelet. Now I don't need like I don't need like a scientist sitting there being like, well, this you know changes the midichlorians and forces people to obey you, and that's why the that's why the lasso works. But for instance, but like, but you like, do need to know if she can be cut and bleed because a bullet right. grazes her. Why can she then have a mountain of seven hundred tons of rubble dropped on her and be unscathed? Yes. Why does she need to deflect bullets with bracelets yes. if she is invulnerable? Right. So this is so this is for instance this is this is just a this is a real kind of deficiency that again if this was if if say this was not a a girl power type moment a lot of critics would have really ripped into and like torn apart and also the big battle at the end is kind of one of these it is it is a big like cgi fest but it is like terrible cgi it is it is kind of a comically bad cgi it in, in addition like a cut scene from the video yeah. game so uh, I, I, no, I mean for real yeah it does. it's it's Let's not it's not great uh but i do think that the 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 action in the middle is among the best stuff that's been in the the DCEU, the the at the front on in in World War One, and uh, and it is it is as many people have said, very funny. It is like an amusingly entertaining movie. It is it is it has a lot of good laughs. Laugh there's laughs. Chris Pine is very good. Laughs. He's very funny. He's very how, he's very amusing and entertaining. How how is Danny Houston? He plays the villain, right? <clears throat> he plays one of the villains, and uh, he feels slightly out of place in this movie. Like he's mm-hmm. he's uh, like almost campy. And over the top. Oh, really? Uh, Does he play it with the German, thick German accent? He he has a German accent that kind of comes and goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he, he it it is not I, the the human portion of the villain villain cohort is not is not great. But also, I like I you know, uh, I, I do like yeah. I like Ares as a concept. The way they do it in the movie, especially with the big CGI battle at the end, didn't entirely work for me. I was going to say, uh, Daddy Houston is the last. Of the Houston children of uh, the director John Houston. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't know that. he I didn't is, know that. but he is only the half 
brother of, say, Angelica and everybody else, you know, because mm-hmm. of various uh, the different wives of John Houston. So, but he is the youngest. Uh, yeah, Jane, John Houston had like four wives. Yeah, or something yeah, like and, and that's old. I mean, to think about it, so he probably had Daddy when he was already very old. Uh, JVL. It's the greatest movie ever committed to digital celluloid. It's uh, a triumph for women everywhere. It's. Uh, did you guys know, actually, that this is oh the boy, first we go. ever uh, superhero movie starring a female superhero? Oh, okay. Never mind. I'm sorry. That's <laughs> not true. Did you know that it's the first ever female superhero movie starring a female superhero directed by a woman? That's also not true. Be- is because that right? no, it is true. But it, is it's like true? Boyhood. This is this is the. But it took twelve years to make. Mm. But it has a lady director. Mm. Because it's that hard. I, it, that's how hard it is, JVL, it, in the it, industry to get this done. You know I, that. I I do not. Discount that. In fact, uh, at weeklystand.com, we ran a piece over the weekend by my pal Richard Rushfield, which is incredibly sympathetic to how, like, this is one of the last places where sexism is a real thing, is getting you know, women to the director's chairs. And so I actually do have a great deal of sympathy for it. What I don't have a great deal of sympathy is the post facto, you must love yes. and praise this, and the grading on a curve. It is graded on a which very the steep curve. The curve on this is as steep as anything. Yeah. Uh, it's, there are a couple things. To, I mean, ultimately, this is a minimally competent superhero movie. And it's, it's probably a B minus. It is either the second or third best of the DC. I would it's say certainly better than I would super, say B plus. It is, I gave it three. No, it three is or not a stars. B plus movie. Eh. No, a B plus movie is very good. A no, J- just JVL, no. JVL, let me ask you this: Do you did you go into the movie with certain expectations or no expectations? No, really, no expectation because I I just assumed it was going to be overpraised all the way up, and so I okay. believe I had set my expectations quite right. low. Um, it is certainly better than Suicide Squad. It is certainly not as good as Man of Steel. And it it right ar- it falls right around the line that the cinematic version of Batman versus Superman, the theatrical version of Batman versus Superman, and uh, you, it's it's either a little bit above above it or a little bit below it, depending on your taste. No, I I, I think it. I mean, I I would say it's about the same. I would say it's about as good as the director's cut of Batman versus Superman, which is itself a movie with uh, many would, flaws I and pacing issues. And say that. Um, so, but you're not wrong. I mean, there are some things to like about it. I don't. So the first thing I thought about, and the thing I like best about it, is exactly the moral sophistication that you put your thumb on, Sonny. It's exactly the right question. I mean, this is a meditation on whether or not the human dignity is real, like inherent human dignity is real, and it has two truly great scenes in it. The Which one is that? Both of those scenes really revolve around. Diana Trevor, uh, Steve Trevor, Diana Trevor, Diana Trevor. Yeah. This is in many Maybe ways she would never take his name. This is in many ways a Steve Trevor movie. The, the two great, great scenes are when Steve has to leave Diana to go save a bunch of people after trying to explain to her that deserve has got nothing to do with it, and she doesn't get it. Yeah, and he just has to go anyway. And that's a he. Chris Pine, as I said, like three episodes ago, is the greatest of all the Chris's, clearly. And I, he's fabulous in this movie, I, as I, I knew he would be, because he's am, really good. I am I am uh, open to rejiggering my Chris raking after seeing this movie. Thank mm. you. The second one is when he says goodbye to her on the runway, and they do a 
beautiful thing where they give you this scene twice. The first time you can't understand what he's saying and you only get her reaction. She's been stunned and can't hear because uh, there's been a large explosion. And then like three minutes later, she has been piecing together as her head starts clearing what he said to her. And it's great. It's really, wow. it's, it's very nicely okay. done. There are things that are great about this movie. I think that Gal Gadot, who has never been my favorite, is very winsome in the role. It's hard not to root for her. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris Pine is fantastic. He's a movie star without ever looking like he's trying to be one. He is soulful and open and funny. All the good laughs come from him. All yeah. the laughs about Gal Gadot are bad. They're cheap fish-out-of-water laughs. There's a big chunk of this movie which feels like Elf. Yeah, where you have, you know, the Will Ferrell comedy mm-hmm. where he's the one who believes in Santa Claus and everybody else thinks he's crazy and he doesn't really fit in in the world. And he has these unexplained powers that nobody can quite understand, but they're not sure if that means he really is an elf or not. Mm-hmm. And that humor is bad. When people say, oh, it's really funny. No, this isn't really funny as a movie. I see, I, I actually liked all that stuff in, in England yeah. where she's trying on the outfits and trying to go through the, the revolving doors with the sword. I thought it was funny. It's clever. It's, no, this it's is amusing. not clever. It's it's amusing. May, it may play, but it is not clever. Yeah. Uh, but and this is hater. No, I'm not a hater. I'm telling hater. you that this is a. I love I love time travel kind of movies like that. You know. It's, uh, so <laughs> can I can I get to my one? And this is not a this Please, is not a JBL. complaint. Yeah. This is an observation. The worst form of film criticism is when people say he didn't make the movie I wanted him to make. Uh huh. Yeah. But, that is not a valid form of criticism. Right. That said, they didn't make the Wonder Woman movie I wanted them to make. <laughs> what was uh, the one you wanted them to make, JVL? Don't worry, Vic. It's not the one you wanted them to make either. <laughs> I thought it was going to star Rachel Bilson. I know the what one to that you one? wanted them was to it, make. Wasn't there a one with Rachel No, Bilson? you wanted the one with uh, uh, <sighs> Wonder Girl from the TV show who pops up the one the one episode. Oh, no. Deborah Winger. The Deborah oh, Winger. yeah, Deborah Winger one. No, I was going to say, I, I was getting confused with Supergirl, which was... Uh, um, uh, Schlatter, what's her name? Uh, the, you know, the uh, uh, Christian Slater's uh, uh, no, Helen, Helen Slater. On. No, wrong uh, one. So Sorry. the central question of superhero movies is motivation. Why do they do this thing they do? With Batman and Superman, you only have one answer available to the characters. Batman does it because he's a psychopath whose parents were murdered in front of him. Superman does it because he's an all-powerful god who was raised by saints from the Midwest. Yeah, so this is why. With Wonder Woman, your writers have the luxury of having a couple options for what her central motivation is because they've bounced around between this and the comics. There is no single canon on this. The Wonder Woman movie I wanted would have chosen one of the two other pathways, one of which is that she is a gleeful warrior looking around to mete out vengeance on the fallen world of man. There's a, This is the Wonder Woman of Darwin Cook's New Frontier series. There's a scene in New Frontier. Did you ever read that, Sonny? No. It's really awesome. Where the superheroes have been sent to Vietnam, and in Vietnam, Wonder Woman goes rogue, and Superman tracks her down, and she is at a Viet Cong POW camp, and she has liberated the prisoners, and she is encouraging them to slaughter the jailers. And Superman like gives her this, well, that's not the American way speech. And she laughs at him, and she says, Spaceman, you go back and fight your war. You know nothing of how the real world operates. That's awesome. Yeah. I would have paid cash money for that sort of Wonder Woman. See, the, that would have been a good Zack Snyder Wonder Woman. <laughs> that would have been a Zack that Snyder, been a Zack Snyder Wonder, Woman. Wonder Woman movie. The other Wonder Woman sees her as the, the, the defining part about her is not the warrior, but the princess aspect, where she is very aloof in the world of mortals, and she is 
duty-bound to protect them. And she's not really sure if she likes that job or not, but she's really sure that she believes in the job itself. And she's distant from the people she saves in a way that even Batman isn't. Uh, that's the the Wonder Woman sort of Greg Rucka's Hecatea. Greg Rucka is actually writing the Wonder ongoing Wonder Woman series right now. That would have been also an incredibly interesting version of Wonder Woman. And instead, now, and that would have been a good Sofia Coppola Wonder Woman. We movie. get the Luc Besson Wonder Woman, where we have this idealist who thinks the world can be saved with love. It's all very French, which is actually why I appreciate that they had her in the Louvre because I thought, well, of course, this mm. is the French Wonder Woman in a, in, a, in a way. And I don't, I don't dislike it. Again, I think, as I said, it, it works, but mm-hmm. it, for me, it's the least interesting choice that they could have made for the character. And there were things that, that genuinely I didn't like. For one, Queen Hippolyta. So they play Queen Hippolyta as a weak and sentimental figure who is wrong about everything. Is that Connie Nielsen? The yes. Connie Nielsen, yeah. yes. Yeah. And Wonder Woman's mother should not be that. Wonder Woman's mother should be this fantastic figure that she herself loves and reveres and looks to for wisdom and advice. Instead, it's and, Robin. It's Robin Wright, yeah. And so, Anyway, and there are a bunch of, as I said, like little things that don't work. Um, Diana's conversion to the belief in human dignity should not have come because she actually winds up kissing dreamy Steve Trevor. I actually don't like the fact that there's any romance between them. Mm-hmm. Um, she should she should come to believe that because she admires and respects him as a warrior and as a person. That she sort of it, her respect for him is what convinces her to believe the arguments he makes about the, mm-hmm. the universality of human dignity. Um, there, there's the power set thing that you brought up. I. Again, there's just so many parts of this movie that fail, that should work, that in more competent hands mm. at both the writing stage yeah. and the directing stage, yeah. I blame both, it isn't just Patty Jenkins, would have been better. Yeah. And that's why I say this really, this is a minimally competent B-minus movie. I enjoyed it. There are some things to like and admire about it. But let's not go crazy. Yeah. No, uh, the, the whole 93% fret. And like Rotten Tomatoes is a flawed way to look at this on like a measure of 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 success like goodness versus badness it's the you, you, you the whole thumbs up thumbs down thing doesn't really lead to uh the the you know kind of proper metacritic style gradation but like that being said if this was not a movie that was directed by a woman and if, if it was not a and being an important movie as a movie directed i mean well, no no we can we can just no no we as... can we can discuss this in a minute because I, I i have some i have some thoughts on that uh but if if this wasn't a a like cause it would definitely be a 60 to 70 percent fresh movie mm-hmm. i think I think that I mean I think that's a fair thing to say. Not that there's anything wrong with and, it. And uh, and and look, uh, better Man than Guardians of, Steel, of the Galaxy Man of, too. Man of Steel is a 55 percent fresh movie, uh, and I think that I, and I think that's the best of all these films. So like I'm I'm like I'm not you know I'm not saying that it should be a 70 percent fresh movie because it's 30 percent worse than people are saying. I'm just saying that like a lot of things are being overlooked here. In, in in ways that you're totally right about JBL, I think I think there are some real real problems with it. That being said, I still liked it quite a bit. I had a lot of fun. Uh, I could have used I if they had the one big change I would have made is get rid of Steve Trevor's whole team. We haven't even discussed this. The ridiculous team of like ethnic stereotypes that he as- assembles. Oh, I like them. Oh no, but they do nothing. They serve no purpose. Isn't that sort of like Captain America? Right, exactly. No, no, so the this is another that they're team. flawed. They're deeply flawed. The, the the purpose that they serve is that they allow uh, each of them to say to Diana in one way or another, "My people have been discriminated my, against. My people yes. have been hurt." Yes. That's the only reason they exist in this film, and the. the, the the fact that they are again nothing but ethnic stereotypes, like the Indian guy who's the tracker, and the and the and the uh, the um, drunk, uh, despondent 
Irishman, Scott, 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 whatever he is. Yeah. And then the, I, I don't. Well, any point is point is like I would have gotten rid of that. You could have you could have saved ten minutes of screen time, and and really tightened up that middle section if you just had it be uh, Chris Pine and Gal Gadot going off to war. By the way, did you know that Sally Jenkins directed an episode of Arrested Development? Why I went to I am and some entourages, I believe. Yes, yep. she did one episode in the second season. It was the episode called "The One Where They Build a House." I and love that episode. It's where Joe, you know, they're trying to turn the company around. Like, and the and, Sally Jenkins, yes, and she wanted. Are we talking? IMDb.com. Uh, it was the, like the, what isn't else? this Patty Jenkins? Isn't Patty the, Jenkins. Patty, that's what it okay, is. Okay, I thought. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I say Sally Jenkins. Yeah. I'm thinking who's really, Sally the, Jenkins, the sports writer. Really. That's, that's yeah, amazing. Yeah, we, we've okay. taken a real right yes, turn here yeah, from talking about yeah, that, that, That's right. And, Patty uh, Jenkins. Patty Jenkins. Did you know that, though? But she, uh, yeah, I she, knew she oh, was a TV she, director. She did uh, Arrested. That was a great episode. And uh, it was the one where Michael says that they want to do it in two months. And then Job says, no, we're going to do it in two weeks. Ha! And then the sparkle explodes. Pennies. Pennies everywhere. And then the whole board loves it, actually. It works. Just, you know, glitz and glitter. I'm just glad I was going to say that you guys like Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. Both of you did, right? You thought it was a good idea yeah, for she was, her. She was a smart choice. That's right. You know what else is a smart choice, Sonny? Dollar Shave Club. You'll get a great shave at a great price, conveniently delivered right to your door. It's a no-brainer choice. You no longer have to schlep to the store to buy a cheap disposable razor that gives you a cheap shave or spend a fortune on razors with gimmicky shaving tech you didn't need. When I use my Dollar Shave Club executive razor with their Dr. Carver's Shave Butter, the blade glides ever so gently and gives me such a smooth shave. Plus, their Dr. Carver's Shave Butter is transparent for a more precise shave, helps prevent ingrown hairs and fights razor bumps. Now, listeners to the substandard can make the smarter choice by joining Dollar Shave Club. For a limited time, new members get their first month of the Executive Razor with a tube of their Dr. Carver's Shave Butter for only $5 with free shipping. After that, razors are just a few bucks a month. That's a $15 value for only 5 bucks In your first month, um, uh, you get an awesome, weighty handle, a full cassette of four cartridges, and a tube of their Shave Butter. After your first month, replacement cartridges ship automatically at their regular price. There are no hidden fees and no commitments. Cancel any time you like, but why would you? You can only get this offer exclusively at dollarshaveclub.com slash substandard. That's dollar shaveclub.com slash substandard. Now, uh, we were talking about the success of Wonder Woman this weekend, uh, breaking $100 million, and that's really because of the critics, right? Can I? Can, hold on. Before we, before we get to that. <laughs> oh, okay. JVL. There are two ways of looking at this. The first way is, as Variety put it, and as the New York Times put it, <laughs> historic box yeah. office performance for Wonder Woman, because it did make $100 million. Another way of saying it is that this is the fourth movie in the expanded DC universe. It has the lowest opening weekend gross by 30%, and that it continues a downward trend because Batman vs. Superman opened to $166 million, Suicide Squad to $130 million, and Wonder Woman to $100 million. Do you so, mean downward trend for DC or downward trend for DC Marvel superheroes in general? DC, DC. for DC. So, so the other way of saying it is it, in yeah. fact, is performed worse than yeah. any other DC property by at least 30%. 15%. Man of Steel did like 116, 115, something like that. You could adjust that for, for inflation, though, because Man of Steel is I, no, 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 no. You don't adjust yeah, things for in, inflation. Uh, That's no, sad. no, but it, down from Suicide Squad. So yeah, right, right, going right, chronologically. Right. So, this is, but so you can't, can't no, write that headline. You here's, can't write here's, that headline. Here's, I, I Why think not? You have to split the middle on this, all right? Because, all right, so first off, 
Deadline Hollywood Daily, uh, Deadline.com, which is like kind of the variety redux, variety for the internet age, uh, has has made a has has decided this year that critics and the RT score are the most important factor. In the whole world, for they've said this over and over again. They look at the Pirates of the Caribbean gross and the Baywatch gross, and they say, well, those movies failed because critics were down on them. This is such nonsense. And they, and they have paired that with uh, looking at the Wonder Woman score and saying, oh, the Wonder Woman score is so good because the Rotten Tomatoes score is so good. Now, as JVL notes, uh, Wonder Woman is actually the lowest gross, has the lowest grossing opening weekend of any DCEU movie. Uh, the, in fact, the the freshness to box office gross is almost inverted. So, fifty five percent is Man of Man of Steel fifty five percent fresh. That's the best uh, rated of these movies, except for Wonder Woman. Uh, it did so. Let's see. All right, let's start with Wonder Woman, which is the 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 freshest. It's ninety three percent fresh, hundred million dollar gross. Man of Steel fifty five percent fresh, the second second highest, uh, one hundred sixteen million. Suicide Squad twenty five percent fresh. A uh, hundred and thirty-three million dollar opening, and Batman vs Superman with a twenty-eight percent fresh rating did a hundred and sixty-six million. There's no correlation whatsoever to RT score and uh, uh, gross opening weekend gross. Now, where you can start talking about is you know uh, a high rating represents a higher quality movie, which will lead to better word of mouth, et cetera, et cetera. But that's a long term idea. That is not an uh, that is not a short term idea. People go to see opening m- m- week. People go to see movies in the, on the opening weekend because the advertising campaign is good or because it's a sequel they want to see or because it's uh, it's a movie that they are excited for. Do you know what had a 93% fresh rating last year? What? La La Land. Yeah. Well, I mean... <laughs> because Wonder Woman is just as good as La La Land. Uh, so as anyway. a piece of cinema. Yes, right. Well, the no, same. that makes sense. Well, I had that a good, sense. Didn't Wonder Woman have a good soundtrack? Isn't that what everyone's <laughs> yeah. saying? They like yeah. the music? So, uh, so anyway, the idea that... that Wonder Woman is some sort of smashing success is still true, but you know, though. But you it's know still why Deadline it's still does true. this, though? Because they're idiots. I mean, no. Because Nikki Fink doesn't run it anymore and everyone there is dumb. No, no, but that's not why. Because they're they're protecting their industry sources. So what Deadline well, yes, never yes. does uh, is blame the marketing department. And so they get a bunch of, they have a bunch of sources yeah. who are all working marketing who come to them and say, you know, I'm going to tell you the sort of what really happened with this. this. Is, this and the, the reason this thing... Yeah. It wasn't their fault. Yeah. It's not that they sold the movie or made a bad movie. Right. It's just the critics. This yeah. is an easy because you know, you know, who is not a source for deadline for any sort of information Studio whatsoever. Uh, no, movie critics. Yeah. yeah, they can burn you guys. They yeah, don't yeah. care. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so I, I now I I I do think it is important to say that this is a movie that outperformed expectations. This is a movie. This is a movie. People, no, the studio. It uh, outperformed Brothers, its expectations of two weeks ago, but Warner, not a week ago. Warner Brothers, no, even even a week ago, they were saying the other studios were saying ninety five million or so. It, it outperformed that slightly. But the point is, the point is, uh, it is a movie that I think Warner's was hoping for Thor type numbers. They were hoping for sixty five to eighty five million dollar opening. Uh, and a two hundred million dollar total gross, and a hundred million dollars on the opening weekend with a multiple of at least three on an A on an A Cinema score. This is I I think this movie gets to three hundred million dollars without too much trouble. Uh, I will be surprised. Uh, I bet I'll I'll bet you this right now. I'll bet you a dollar that it outgrosses the Mummy next. Weekend. I thought you were going to try to bet me the Battleship Yamato. I thought he was going to say that. I thought he was going to say that too, Jay. Go, don't go there. Don't why do would, it. It's not worth it. Why would I want that garbage hunk of diecast metal <laughs> and plastic? <laughs> that thing destroyed the Gamelons. I don't care. It, it blew care. up the Gamelons. Fire I bet the wave motion cannon. I bet. I want I, the Deathlock gun. That's so, what I want. Anyway, 
uh, Wonder Woman will, I, I bet, will outgross uh, The Mummy next weekend. And I bet it will come in second to Cars in two weekends. Uh, and I bet by the end of those, it's at, at least $250 million, Maybe $270 million. And then it gets to three hundred million without too much trouble. After that, I mean, it, it's going to it, it will gross three hundred million dollars domestically. I don't know. I don't know foreign. I don't. I, I, I'm, I've never been any good at predicting that. I I would not say that that's crazy, but I would say that is more likely not to happen than to happen. Do you think the Mummy will beat it next weekend? I don't have any idea what the tracking is on the Mummy. It would surprise me. I think the movie's been sold terribly. Right. So I mean, I I think Wonder Woman drops. I think forty five to fifty percent next weekend. How is it only 45? I mean, so far this summer, yeah. everything except for Boss Baby has been collapsing by 55 to 60%. But every, everything 60. so far this summer has been shit. It's not... Okay. <laughs> for instance, Chav King Arthur. You said you were going to talk about how Chav King Arthur is so much better than Wonder Woman. Please, please make your case. I'm sure our listeners are fascinated to hear this. Look, again, I, this is not KBL. a troll. I do not hate Wonder Woman. I think Wonder Woman is a B-minus movie. I think Chav King Arthur is a B or B-plus movie. This is, I mean, this, this, yeah, I'm not saying it is a fabulous, amazing cinematic masterpiece. It isn't. Um, it is more visually striking than Wonder Woman. It is better acted than Wonder Woman. It Wrong. is more thematically interesting in what Wrong. it does. There is more dramatic tension. Wrong. It is legit funnier. It actually earns real laughs. Uh, it's. <laughs> I, I just can't think of any vector on which Wonder Woman is better. And Except again, this literally all of them. isn't because I'm anti-Wonder Woman. I enjoyed it. I liked it. I told you there it is morally sophisticated. There are things I really like and admire in it. It's morally more yeah. sophisticated than King Arthur. More morally sophisticated, yes. Yeah, so that's a vector that's a vector that it's better on. Okay, fair. Oh yeah. boom. Fact check immediate. Anyway, the point is you're wrong. Uh, yeah. Chap King Arthur's garbage. That's There's a garbage a movie weird... with with zero uh, interest from audiences and critics. and But QED audiences are the worst. So, <laughs> And critics, also the well, worst. People, so, people in general are terrible. That's true. Yeah. Kev, Chev King Arthur is, is far and away the best movie I've seen this summer. And I agree that that's an incredibly low bar. I have an old person question. Whatever happened to Ain't It Cool News and the guy who did it... Who Harry, was, Knowles. Who's, yeah, Harry Knowles. Whose opinion was so valued... And then was no longer valued. Well, he was the first. He was just like the first right. of these sites. Oh, the and on the internet. Yeah. Was it also, though, because of the studio catering? Let's, we'll take you in and you can yeah. see our movie and do the He was thing. the only one doing it. And he had an enormous audience. He had an enormous audience. And he had real sources who were feeding him yes. actual news and information. Because he was the Matt Drudge of yeah. Hollywood entertainment yeah. uh, blogging. Like even down to the layout of the site. The weird is he, kind is of, it still like, around now? Yeah. 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 yeah, it's still there. Nobody reads it. Nobody, yeah. he, uh, yeah. he alienated a lot of people i believe i see okay and maybe ate them <laughs> i'm sorry no. i'm sorry he's okay. a big fella we don't make jokes like that on this no. studio i want you to know right now uh <laughs> i feel bad about that already <laughs> i'm sorry harry okay um cor- do we have any cor- corrections or additions uh, Sonny, obviously you don't. What about no. your spirit of the week? Oh yeah, no, come was, on. That, that, we're coming to that. We're coming okay. to that. We're coming uh, to that. Correction: Do we yeah, have any yeah, corrections? Yeah, yeah, on the week? I have none. I have, somebody I have tried. To, somebody tried to correct me on Twitter, and they were wrong. So I don't care. Go ahead. About Jay, what? I, I, I don't. I actually oh. think I didn't get anything wrong, which is good because last week I got two giant things wrong. Okay, I, got, I have two things. One is just uh, pointing out, and this is really interesting. Um, well, let me go right first on my phone here, since I'm looking at it. Substandard listener DTN44 says, 
Elephants actually are scared of mice. Obsessed with this. Mythbusters took this on and were shocked. Mythbusters is the Bill Nye. It's a cable TV show. The Bill Nye of, you know, mythbusting. Solid you. Fact check true. Okay. Loyal listener. This is a good one. Loyal listener, Tony Martyr, uh, who is listening to us all the way down in Perth, Australia. Uh, he says, uh, the most horrific drowning scene is not White Squall, but the movie Rat, uh, uh, Sometimes a Great Notion starring Henry Fonda and Paul Newman from 1970. In that scene, there's a scene, it's like they're, they're like, uh, it's a lumberjack people. Richard Jekyll gets snagged by a log in the water, and then the log starts to roll. So it's one of those horrific scenes where it's the slow dawning of, oh my God, I'm going to die, versus, oh, I'm drowning. It's sort of like, everything's okay. No, no, hurry up, hurry up, and then Hey, this is an interesting, uh, interesting video. Okay, what are we looking uh, at? The zookeeper has just mm-hmm. put a mouse on mm-hmm. top of the elephant. Not doing it right. No, no, is no, the no, elephant no. freaking out? No, he has to see the elephant the, on the dirt path. The, the, it's not the same. The mouse carrying, is no. carrying, carrying them all around. No, no. Carrying oh, the mice. Running, you know, None of those elephants away. care. None of those uh, elephants care. Those elephants look terrified. Okay, what are you God. watching? That's are a live they, leak. Look at the other things that you're looking at. Are the elephants standing up and clutching their pearls the way they did on Tom and Jerry? No. Vic, just admit that you're wrong. Just admit that you get your zoological information I'm going to put that video on our show notes. That's ridiculous. Are we going to have show notes this week? I'll look at it. It's a pretty busy one for me, frankly. I don't know. Spirit of the week is Jefferson's Ocean Aged at Sea. What little left? I think we had two ounces. Uh, yeah. Well, Vic, Vic was like, "I'm going to bring this bottle and we can finish." I'm not going to have any, so I was like, "Okay, that's probably enough for me." And then, and then, and then he decides to drink his own liquor. It, he decides yes, to drink his own mind. bottle, I and I was like, "Wow, that's." I, I changed my mind. That's studio. Just, and it, unfortunate. It was so little that part of it evaporated on the cab ride. <laughs> Isn't yeah. this like family holdback when you have company unexpectedly? You don't quite have enough food. Where you say to your kids, "Hey, don't, don't, don't eat. Don't eat. Don't." That's an awful thing. So you didn't to be. do that with, no, the, no, with your no. brown liquor? I, I, again, it was That's an fine. illusion. It's That's fine. It looked like there was going to be more. It was quite tasty. Thanks to uh, Bill Dwyer, he got that for me. Okay. That's all the time we are giving to this episode. Questions, comments, complaints, compliments. Tweet us at Victorino Mattis at Sunny Bunch. Again, be sure to subscribe at to us. JV Last. Make sure to get JV Last. Yes. Tell him what you're uh, – anyway, on iTunes or Google Play, just type in Substandard on a podcast and we are there. Leave a review. Tell your friends and don't forget Substandard show notes will possibly be up on Friday at 11 a.m. Until next time. Talk to me, Sonny. So I, I, you had mentioned that the Warner Brothers is selling Wonder Woman as kind of a big, you know, empowerment but this is actually not true i don't think i think wonder i think warner's has done a very good job of avoiding the whole uh ghostbusters sony let's make this a cultural moment thing they're trying to appeal to all quadrants they know that most comic book movies are watched by dudes and they don't want to antagonize all of the the people who would otherwise go see it now what this has done is it has created a vacuum where you have the like crazy liberal people who are like hey we need this to be this is a empowerment this is this is a historical world historical moment we got to celebrate that and that's why you have the alamo type screenings or the men's only we're donating our proceeds to planned parenthood if i worked at warner brothers if i was a warner brothers marketing executive i would have been so pissed off at alamo that i would have just started jamming needles into a a a voodoo doll of the Alamo draft house because this is again it's, it's, cultural ex- appropriation. it's exactly what they they have, they had avoided trying to do is making this a, a culture war moment and i think it was smart of them i think avoiding all that uh helped help make the movie more successful or 
they cynically used this as the marketing version of rendition where they knew that that had to happen because there were a whole bunch of people who might not ordinarily be excited by a superhero movie that had to get excited and energized about it. And so they trusted the entertainment media to do their dirty work for Those them. people were going to be excited anyway. Those people were going to really? be excited I anyway. I, this, this whole, the whole run-up uh, to this movie has been people complaining about how Warners isn't marketing it enough, isn't marketing it right. It's been a bunch of, like again, we, I know we avoid politics on the show as much as we can, but it was a bunch of whiny liberals saying, why aren't you marketing this movie the way I want it to be marketed? It's a girl movie. It's girl power. It's, and they, they, avo- they very wisely avoided all that. We don't ever do politics. So I will merely say this to put a thought picture in your mind and then allow you to use your imagination. Imagine what the press of the last two weeks and today would have been like had Hillary Clinton been elected president. Because all the stories would have tied the two together. No, I thank God that you know we didn't have to live through that. But all we have now is the 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 Vic, ever looming. You, would you have enjoyed that? that? I'm sure it's fine. 